Okay, tool number two, safety and preparation. This one is a big one, so put me on three times speed, but it's super important, so here we go. Listen up. Now that you know the importance of creating the positive peer group, you can focus on your number one priority as a trip leader, taking care of your builders by following the HXP safety rules to the letter. Remember, you are the responsible adult on this trip. You have been entrusted with the lives and well-being of each one of your young builders. It is critical that you recognize the seriousness of that responsibility through your words, actions, and example. Understand that you can be held personally and legally responsible for anything that goes wrong if you choose not to follow the HXP rules. This chapter is a long one, but perhaps the most critical. Make sure you don't skip through it. Three times speed, but don't skip through it. Your careful attention to the details in this chapter could mean the difference between life or death while you are out on your trip. Remember, in all of these situations, unless it is a life or death situation, the first thing you need to do is call the trip leader support line. You're never alone. If something happens, you can always call us. This chapter is not meant to scare you, but to help you prepare for any situation. You own your trip, but you never have to do this by yourself. So take a breath, dive in. We got you. Okay, rule of three. There's a reason we're starting out safety chapter with this rule. The rule of three will protect you and your builders in many, if not all, situations. This safety rule should be your ride or die. Never allow it to be broken. When signing up for their trips, each builder personally signed their initials next to this rule, promising to follow it. Hold them to that promise. It's also listed in their builder handbook as follows. The rule of three, whether it be at the work site, sightseeing activity, church, or even just running into a public bathroom, all builders must be in a group of at least three people, always. No matter where you are, find at least two builders and stick together, like glue. Like super hot glue, you kind of hate at first, but then love when you realize how useful it is. More than anything, it's about always having one another's back. Take care of your people by making sure that no one in your group is ever alone. If someone in your group needs to go to the bathroom, decide now to be the first one to jump up and go with them. This rule has saved lives at HXP more than once. Love each other enough to never leave someone in your pack vulnerable. Know the rule of three and live it. This rule saves you and your builders every single time. Preparation. Keeping your group safe actually begins well before you step foot in your trip location. You have been given many resources and suggestions to help you in your preparation for this critical responsibility. These include, but are not limited to, Pre-trip tribe trainings. The three training sessions you did with your program designer over Zoom prior to TLT are crucial. They'll provide you with the essential framework around which your trip will operate. Do not be distracted during these meetings. And find a quiet room where you can give them your full attention. Ask clarifying questions. As you go through these preparatory trainings, always be asking, what's the best way I can prepare for safety in this situation? Proactively thinking through the potential problems in each setting and activity before you go on your trip is one of the most effective ways you can mitigate danger. Program designer vetting. You should know that your program designer has vetted your itinerary in each location for potential risks. So occasionally 
They'll ask you to do things that may not make sense to you at first. Feel free to ask them clarifying questions that will help you understand anything that seems odd. Think through potential scenarios for each activity and questions you'll have once you're there. For example, a hike to a waterfall, are we allowed to jump in? From how high? From where? A hike in the mountains, are there places they can veer off the path? Is there cliffs? Lodging, what's the area like around our lodging? Are there dangerous areas? Rule of three, do we follow at all times or even on the boat? Co-leader unity. Consider meeting with your co prior to the trip to discuss how you will support one another in your efforts to keep the kids safe. Commit to one another that you will back each other up whenever a safety situation emerges, even if that means upsetting one of your builders. Safety comes first, always. Never make your co feel dumb for voicing a safety concern, even if it seems minor to you. Instead, thank them for their awareness. Make a plan for how you will resolve conflict together and factor in your different personalities and leadership styles so that miscommunication doesn't lead to safety risks on the trip. Parent Builder Unity. Prior to the trip, get together with your co and call your parent builders. More guidance will be provided on this call in the Parent Builder chapter, but you'll definitely want to make sure to let them know you're grateful for their help. Let them know you'll be relying on them to help you keep the group safe, particularly during travel. The toolkit. Read this chapter thoroughly, or listen to it thoroughly, as well as the whole toolkit, and review it often during your trip. Each chapter contains references and reminders of critical safety rules. This toolkit is your lifeline. As a trip leader, it is incumbent upon you to know it, review it, and then most importantly, live it. Many years of experience have gone into the creation, so if you study it seriously, you can learn from previous trip leaders' mistakes rather than having to make your own. The methodology in this toolkit, particularly the safety rules, will enable you to create an experience that your builders will remember and cherish for the rest of their lives. Pro tip, the toolkit trumps all other information. If your co or your tribe member tells you something different, defer first to the written or verbal text. If there are still questions, discuss it with someone on the trip leader support line. Don't perpetuate problematic or dangerous traditions or assume that the toolkit is wrong because your co has been a trip leader before and they told you not to worry about it. The X team. The X team in your tribe have lived out many of these experiences and will have input on how they practice safety in past trip locations. Ask your S team, X team for suggestions on how they kept their group safe. How did they constantly keep track of everyone in their group at all times during the trip? How did they deal with creepy people? How did they ensure that their worksite was always safe? Trip leader training. TLT will provide you with a greater understanding of the importance of the HXP safety rules. There, you will consider real life scenarios. Practice what to do in those situations and learn from other trip leaders. Be sure to give these discussions your full attention and pledge now to being fully committed to the rules. Share your location. Prior to your trip, share your location with your program designer so they can always keep track of your group. In addition to your personal phone, each co-ship will have an HXP phone with a local number to ensure that you are fully reachable and that you are able to call for help in any emergency. If you find yourself without service at any time, either on your personal phone or the HXP phone, make it a top priority to work with your local coordinator to get access through a local provider. Because we have had issues with virtual kidnappings, it is critical that HXP can reach you at any time, day or night. 
For that same reason, regardless of what you're doing, always answer your phone if a call comes from the HXP office. Make sure you keep your phone on you at all times with the sound turned on, including while working at the work site. Learn the builder briefing. The builder briefing, the first group meeting when everyone on your trip is together, is critical in setting expectations for your trip, safety, and also reviewing, repeating, and re-emphasizing the rules and instructions that every builder agreed to when they signed up for their trip. Gaining the group's buy-in for, agreement on, and awareness of the trip rules very early on is essential. Make it a group decision to follow the rules for everyone's safety. Practice asking questions of the group to gain consensus and ensure understanding. Use real stories to emphasize the reasons behind why these rules can be helpful. Tell them about the nasty fungus on the foot of your last builder, when they didn't wear shoes in the shower. You'll learn more about the specifics of how to conduct a builder briefing in the appendix. No communication with parents at home. Although you may have some interaction with the parents of your builders prior to your trip, you should have absolutely no direct contact with parents while you're on your trip. If you have been communicating with parents prior to your trip, please remind them before you leave you won't be responding to messages while you're out so your focus can remain on your builders. Parents have an emergency number to call, which will give them access to their builders 24-7 through the office. If you get a text or call or Instagram DM or anything from a parent, just pass it along to the trip leader support line and the office will respond. Don't even respond to let them know you're passing it along because that just opens the door for them and they go crazy with it. This applies in all situations, including emergencies, unless special permission has been granted by the office. Responsible adults. Do not be the trip leader who cares more about being liked by your builders than saving their life. Never be so concerned with impressing your kids with your daring personality that you put them in harm's way. Remember at all times that you are the responsible adult. They're counting on you to pull them back from dangerous situations. Even if they argue with you about it in the moment, Teenagers don't always have a great barometer for danger, and therefore you must constantly be thinking about how to keep them safe. Decide long before your trip starts to prioritize safety above all else. Lead with love. Be aware. The group safety relies heavily on the trip leader's awareness and judgment. So in every setting, practice the habit of constantly looking around for potential concerns. Be aware of the people who are watching your group of potential places to fall off and of hidden dangers not really visible. As a trip leader, you will manage many different tasks all at once. This can distract you from recognizing risks or issues if you're not in the habit of constant vigilance. Rely on your parent builders. Enlist the help of your parent builders in this pursuit as well and be sure to thank them whenever they bring something to your attention. Just because they noticed it first doesn't mean you're a bad trip leader. It just means that they're helping you watch out at all times. Continue to encourage them to bring concerns to your attention, and when they do, enlist their help again in resolving the issue. Make it a habit in your nightly huddle to ask your parent builders whether they noticed any safety issues or dangers that day. Rely on your co-leader. Don't ever ignore your own or your co-leader's concerns about certain situations or their preparations for avoiding danger. Regardless of how minor it might seem to you, if your co is naturally more cautious than you are, don't get annoyed. Regard that as a gift and appreciate them for it. Talk to your builders about how lucky they are to have a trip leader who is that careful about keeping them safe. Make it a wonderful thing. Rely on your local coordinator. Your program designers have worked with the local coordinator, carefully preparing your itinerary. 
listen and take their counsel when they voice concerns to you about dangerous people, dangerous areas, places on the street, restaurants, food, etc. If for some reason you receive conflicting information from your local coordinator, discuss it first with your program designer and let the two of them work it out. Never make a call on your own that is different from the direction of your local coordinator or your program designer. You do not have all the information that they do. Your local coordinator is one of your best resources in keeping your group safe. Also rely on your tribe. Throughout your trip, you may notice potentially dangerous things that were unknown issues previously. Be sure to notify your program designer and your tribe about these issues in your WhatsApp group or on your trip leader app in the notes section. Then program designers can make appropriate revisions to the itinerary. Some examples may include, the route the bus takes is long, dangerous along a cliff, the bus driver goes too fast, the new restaurant you were scheduled to eat at has a bar inside and you notice several of the men are being weird and creepy, trying to dance with your girls, etc. Rely on your builders individually. If your builders ever express discomfort about a person, whether local, a fellow group member, a parent builder, or even your co-leader, take them very seriously. Never dismiss them or encourage them to try not to think about it. Listen to them carefully and if necessary, reach out to the Tripleader support line for additional help. Most importantly, in your efforts to be constantly aware, rely on the promptings of the Holy Ghost. We all know how powerful those promptings can be and they've saved lives on our trips more than once. Make it a non-negotiable to pray on your knees for several minutes every morning and ask for the Lord's help in helping your kids in whatever they need but especially to be safe. Ask for his guidance in the, in the decisions you make throughout the day and never do anything that would drive away the spirit. Make inviting the spirit to be with you the most important thing you do at the start of every day. With this in mind, if you ever feel prompted by the spirit to do something that would break a rule, you have to call us first to discuss. Okay, specific scenario safety precautions. First, let's get to airport safety. Airports are the areas where our groups are the most visible. Think about it, we're all wearing matching t-shirts. It's really hard to blend in. To add to that, your co will usually already be in country, so you'll be traveling as the only trip leader. The airport will be one of the most stressful and dangerous places on your HXP trip. Sex traffickers can pose a real danger in international airports, especially so be extra vigilant in knowing where your builders are and what they're doing. Use this as a great opportunity to strengthen your relationship with your parents early on. Ask for their help in watching over and helping keep the entire group safe. They are specifically trained in their parent builder training for the airport situations, so don't be afraid to ask them to really engage here. Parent builders can be a huge help in all the chaos of travel, but ultimately remember that once a builder shows up at the airport and meets with the group, you have full responsibility for them. Mini training. <laughs> Make extra sure that the rule of three is absolute in international airports because you'll not have your builder briefing yet until you meet up with your co in country. So do a little mini training on the rule of three right there in the airport. Frame the rule of three as we're gonna have each other's back on this trip so if someone needs to go to the bathroom or whatever, volunteer yourself, grab another builder to go with them. That reframes it from babysitting to bonding. Once everyone understands it, tell them it starts now. No walking off to the bathroom alone. Grab two people, have them wait at the door for you, get a drink together in a group of three, 
etc. Framing this rule as a way to look out for each other is very helpful. Example, this comes from the Builder Handbook. The three is actually not a crowd rule. Whether it be at the work site, during sightseeing, at church, or even at a large detached hotel bathroom, all builders must be in a group of at least three people. It may seem silly to be with at least three people all, all the time, especially in a church or hotel, but the safety of our builders is the most important thing to us. So get ready to take care of each other. Make friends, have each other's backs. The people in the group will become your family, so love each other enough to make sure that no one is ever by themselves. Sightseeing safety. Greater visibility creates greater opportunities for potential sexual predators, kidnappers, etc. As your sightseeing weekend will most likely begin immediately after you get off the plane, this weekend will be a sprint for you to push through the jet lag and make sure you remain extra aware of all of the potential concerns. Sometimes tour operators of these excursions can pose the greatest threat. Builders often assume they are one of us because they are close to the group and know where everyone is. Do not get complacent ever, even with tour guides and tour operators. Unfortunately, it is not always possible to vet every person who has contact with the group, especially in these emerging countries. We are relying on you to make sure your kids stay safe on boats, zip lines, etc. Example from a 2016 builder. Well, it was the last day of the jumble excursion when I had just went into my room to change my shirt when one of the cooks went into my room. I was confused at first, but then he gave me some toilet paper. I thought he would have left by then, but he started talking to me in Spanish and gesturing at my stomach, and then all of a sudden he touched my private area, and I kind of brushed it off for a second because I didn't think he did it on purpose. Then he did it again and started walking out the door, making shh sounds with his mouth and finger. I was shocked and confused because I didn't really think that had just happened. I sat on my bed for a minute trying to take it all in. I went outside and went back to talk to the cook man. And in Spanish, I told him, you will not touch me. Do you understand? And he shook his head and quickly walked away. Later that day, I was going to tell my trip leader, but it was the last day and I didn't really want to tell anyone. But I'm telling you now so that the same thing doesn't happen to someone else next year. Some common sightseeing concerns are listed below. Take some time to think of any additional safety concerns you can come up with and add them to this list. Get familiar with potential risks. Be familiar with the nuances of your sightseeing activities. We have vetted all activities for risk. However, think about precautions before you go. Discuss the safety precautions required for your specific sightseeing activities with your program designer during your pre-TLT training. Talk with the trip leaders in your tribe WhatsApp and ask them for any additional safety tips after they participate in the activity. Read online about your sightseeing and get more familiar with it before you go. Take supplies. Make sure your builders are prepared with bug spray, water, sunscreen, jackets if it's cold, etc. Always have your first aid kit and know where it is at all times. Keep a giant hand sanitizer dispenser with you and distribute it often. Get your builders in the habit of drinking clean bottled water all the time while you are sightseeing and never drink tap water even if people tell you it's safe. Transportation. In case of an emergency, do you know where your bus driver is parked, where the driver is at all times? Can you reach him? Can you call for help no matter where you are? Look ahead. Prior to the weekend, check your trip leader app so that you're aware of the nearest medical facility. Several trip sightseeing locations are isolated and far from major medical facilities, which should influence your decision making when taking any slight risk. 
Your program designer will go over an emergency plan with you during your pre-TLT training to discuss what to do in the event of a critical emergency while you're out sightseeing. Be alert of tour guides. Be extra vigilant in monitoring tour providers and anyone else who is in regular contact with your group. Never allow them to go along with a group of your builders without you, your co-leader, or a parent builder present. Watch builder behavior. Remember that sometimes the biggest predators can be other builders on the trip. Don't allow bullying or predatory behavior of any kind. It might, not, it might seem innocent at first, but can escalate quickly if not checked conclusively early on in the trip. Bus seats. Ensure the group sits together within the same section of the bus. If two people are alone in the back of the bus, go sit next to them. Lead by example. Regardless of your own comfort level, consider the danger to everyone in the group. For example, you love cliff jumping and you might feel super comfortable jumping off a higher level than is allowed in the rules. But the uncoordinated kid who also wants to look cool just like you could get hurt by trying to follow your lead. Always lead by example. Be aware of every person for whom you are responsible. Worksite safety. The worksite will become your second home. It's where builders feel the most comfortable. It's only second to your lodging. Because of this, it is easy to develop a false sense of security. After a few days, builders will often forget many of the rules and get lax about safety. But you must stay vigilant throughout your trip in reminding them about and enforcing safety rules on the worksite. Here's an example from 2019. We were, at the we were at the gravel pit mixing cement and one of our builders had a pickaxe that he were using to break up the rocks. Another builder was standing by helping mix the rocks, but he had taken off his hard hat. He reached down to move a chunk of cement right as the other builder swung the axe to break up the rocks. The axe landed directly on the top of his head, splitting it open. I heard a scream from across the worksite and rushed over. We had to rush him to the hospital where he got stitches and for the rest of the trip had to wear a huge head wrap with padding. Shocking. Verse, an example from a 2021 trip leader. One day on the worksite, we had a fire line of builders passing bricks to build up one of the walls. We had a boy up on the scaffolding handing bricks down below to someone who traditionally had been really hard to get to wear their hair, hard hat. When the builder above handed him the brick down below, it slipped out of his hand and landed right on the boy's head. Luckily, he was wearing his hard hat and it bounced right off of him. He walked away completely unharmed, but it could have been so damaging had he not been wearing it. Because the area and the people become so familiar, a mistake like this can be really common. You never want this to happen to one of your builders, so be vigilant every day on the worksite. Worksite rules. It's essential that you're very familiar with the worksite safety rules before the first day on the worksite so you can educate builders before they start working. Knowing and enforcing these rules will literally save lives. On your first day, sit down with your group and go over them in a way that shows your builders you take it very seriously. Worksite dress. Always wear closed-toed shoes, long pants, no capris, leggings, or tank tops, hard hats, work gloves, and safety glasses glasses regardless of the heat we require these for two reasons one local culture and cement burns if we could we would make people wear long sleeves we would but no one would wear that in the heat if your builders are struggling to understand why i like to make this comparison of a worksite you may have passed back home you never see someone without a hard hat an orange vest long sleeves pants steel-toed shoes even the people holding the slow sign are wearing these things. 
we won't go that far because we don't have the same machinery on site but this is still an active real work site you're not just doing yard work tips for making the hard hat rule stick you can consider bringing different stickers or sharpies or whatever and dividing the group into work groups and each sticker or whatever they get represents a different job it kind of makes wearing the hard hat exciting and a way for them to display their own personality or accomplishments don't use power tools do not except in specific mainland locations you can't use power tools don't allow builders or trip leaders or parent builders to deem them themselves as the exception to this policy even if they have construction experience 10 feet rule builders should never be standing on surfaces that are 10 feet or higher no exceptions when on a high surface make sure everyone has a solid footing and that someone else is always on the ground and carefully spotting them Check to make sure the scaffolding is secure. Remember, you can't just call 911 in a lot of these HXP locations. Always bring the first aid kit. Always have it with you and know where it is at all times. It might be helpful to delegate a parent builder to be in charge of it so it's not forgotten. Limit cameras on the worksite. No cameras except for the designated content creator. Or you can bring them on the last day of the worksite. It can encourage dangerous behavior just to get it for the gram. So find a secure location on the worksite to lock up belongings, cameras, etc. on your usual days. Stick with just our group. Often there's local kids or others who want to be on the worksite. However, we never allow anyone who's not part of the group or construction crew to enter for their own protection as well as ours. Be wary of speed competitions. Although they can be fun and bonding, Safety and quality are always more important than speed. Stay hydrated. Take breaks, use bug spray, sunscreen, keep warm in cold locations, etc. Be aware of hidden areas. Be aware of areas that are out of sight on the worksite where builders can potentially go get into trouble. Try to limit access to those places when possible. Cement can burn. Never allow builders to get in cement fights or put cement on their faces to be funny. If cement gets on your clothing, wash it off as soon as possible. Don't stand in wet cement, barrels, or piles. When mixing, cover your mouth with a bandana or mask. Breathing in the dry powder can be really dangerous to their long-term health. Nightly routine. Make it a part of your evening routine to prepare for the next day. If you have a question about something coming up, just ask. Throughout the trip, make it clear that you respect the rules and don't be afraid to enforce them. If you are unsure about why a rule exists and it bothers you, just chat with your program designer or call someone on Trip Leader Support Line to help you understand it better. Most HXP rules exist as a result of hard lessons learned in the past, so trust that we established the rule for a reason. Now, discuss any other possible scenarios to specifically watch out for with your specific worksite, with your program designer, tribe, or co-leaders. Lodging safety. This space will be where your builders feel the most comfortable, but that doesn't mean that it's always the safest. Follow these steps to ensure the safety of all of your builders. Room requirements. There must be at least three people per room, preferably even more. No bed sharing in any circumstance. No mega beds or group sleep, even on the last night of the trip. This is an unbendable rule for obvious reasons. If there is ever a scenario where this is not possible, contact your program designer before making any sort of exception. Make sure that all bedrooms where your builders sleep are equipped with fire CO2 detectors. If they are missing, bring it to the attention of your program designer. 
never allow builders to jump off of the roof of your lodging, particularly not into a pool. Oddly, builders always wanna get on the roof, so just make sure you shut that idea down right up front. Room arrangements and dynamics. Parent builders and trip leaders will never have their own private rooms in order to prevent a scenario where a sexual predator has a private space to be with the builder alone. This is a policy to keep both you, the parents, and the builder safe from any questions. So if the room arrangements don't allow for the parent to be in a room with the other builders, contact your program designer immediately. Make sure that any unused bedrooms are locked and ignored by the group. Don't use it to store extra luggage or anything so that a sexual predator can use it as a place to be alone. Nobody may ever enter the rooms of the opposite gender. gender. Adults must be of the same gender as the builders in their room. Try to have at least one adult per bedroom. If not possible, have adults in as many rooms as possible with a responsible builder in each of the rooms that don't have adults in them. Never be naked in shared spaces. Even though your bedroom is a more private space, you, the parent builders and builders, should never be naked even when changing clothes in front of each other. This is to protect you from claims of indecency. When showering or changing, just take your clothes with you into the bathroom. Be aware of entry points and other dangers. Be aware of all the access points to access the lodging. Ensure that they are all securely shut and safe from intruders. If you have concerns, bring them to the attention of your program designer immediately. Be vigilant about others who are staying in your same location. Try to avoid engaging with them too much or letting the builders develop close relationships with other travelers. This isn't because we discourage being friendly. This is because many times the biggest security risks are encounters we have with other travelers. Never invite outsiders into your lodging for any reason. Do not invite ward members to join you for activities there or any other locals to join you. Do not host events or parties there for any reason. Never ever touch stray dogs. Every year we go to the hospital with dog bites that could have been avoided if you just don't touch the dogs. Rules about running. Do not leave the lodging to go running, walking, unless it's for a very specific training regimen that has been pre-cleared by your program designer. Far too often we encounter dog bites, creepy people when you go exploring in areas that have not been vetted. Plan ahead to create fun exercise programs like yoga, Pilates, bodyweight strength training workouts, HIIT workouts, whatever your builders could do with you in the confines of the lodging. Keep belongings safe. Make sure that you keep the phones and passports in a secure place. Ideally, these are locked in your suitcase or in the lodging safe, unless you're using the privacy pouches, in which case we remind you that builders need to keep them hidden in a secure part of their suitcase. Before you put them in the safe, make sure to explicitly count them in front of the lodging manager so that you're both aware of exactly what's been counted and what is locked up inside. Be aware of dangerous objects that are present in the lodging. If a builder is suicidal, you want to make it as difficult as possible for them to find something with which to hurt themselves or others with. Ensure that items like sharp knives are locked away and that the first aid kit is not easily accessible. Nightly checks. Every night before you go to sleep, do a final check to see that all bedroom doors are locked from the inside. Each room has filtered water and that each group member is healthy and accounted for. This is a great time to remind your builders that you love them. Sexual predator and harassment safety. 
As mentioned before, sexual predators are a great risk to the builder's safety. The rule of three is the most critical and most important of all rules, largely for this reason. This rule protects everyone. Even as a trip leader, do your best to stay in a group of three whenever possible. Emphasize and re-emphasize the rule of three for everyone on the trip by encouraging your builders to take care of each other. Don't ever let it slide if you see a builder alone. Make sure that the rule of three is ingrained in the fabric of your trip. Sexual abuse is a real danger on our trips, and as a trip leader, you must do everything you can to ensure your builder's safety. This begins with little things, not brushing off inappropriate conversations between builders, not allowing explicit music on the work site, not encouraging conversations about first kisses, etc. Sexual conversations are absolutely out of place on an HXP trip. Allowing or encouraging your builders to engage in sexual conversations will create a toxic environment where those feelings and actions become the norm. Create a clean environment where it's easy for the spirit to be present and where builders can feel safe. Be watchful of predatory people, both inside and outside of the group. Builder to builder. Remember that sadly, some of the most dangerous predators can be other builders on the trip. Flirting is never an excuse for a builder to be sexually aggressive in any way. Sexual aggression can include the way builders talk to other builders, sing songs in front of or two other builders write letters of a sexual nature to each other, etc. If any builder touches another builder inappropriately, even if they claim it was an accident, take it very seriously. It has been made clear to every HXP participant this year that sexual aggression of any kind will not be tolerated under any circumstances. If you warn them once and it happens again, immediately get the office involved. The conversation will then become either stay on your trip or continue this behavior you choose. As much as you will come to love all of your builders, never put concern for the aggressor above your concern for the victim. Trip leader, parent builder to builder. No trip leader or parent builder should ever touch a builder in any way except to give a side hug or a high five. Massaging even shoulders or feet, cuddling in any way, and frontal hugs are totally unacceptable. When offering a hand to help a builder, be sure to immediately let go afterward. Even when putting your arm around a builder when taking pictures, be very aware of where your hands are. Because you don't always know a builder's history, you will want to talk, you'll want to walk an extreme line on this. If you notice your co-leader or parent builder behaving in any way toward a builder that feels even slightly inappropriate, it's your responsibility to immediately pull them aside and confront them about it. If they disregard your concerns in any way, notify the office at once. Never engage in flirtatious behavior or discuss things of detailed sexual nature with your builders. The seriousness with which we take this cannot be understated. HXP will pursue to the fullest extent of the law any trip leader or parent builder who in any way abuses the youth in their care. If you have to send someone home because of inappropriate conduct, even if they are a parent builder or your co-leader, do not hesitate. Your first duty is to the safety and care of your builders. Locals to builders. Often groups will encounter predatory locals in one form or another. This is especially true when they are in crowded areas wearing swimwear or in other circumstances where the locals are comfortable. In these situations, space out the adults in the group and remind them to be extra vigilant for any creepers who might be lurking in wait of an opportunity. Encourage builders to don't show, shut up, report up, I see you. Encourage the group to use the phrase, I see you, for sexual harassment monitoring. We are visible wherever we go, and as a group, we have each other's backs. 
If you become aware of anyone either inside or outside the group who's behaving in a harassing or aggressive way, do not let them hide. Encourage the group to make sure that that person is aware that their behavior is noticed and that it is not okay. As a trip leader, explain to the group that you have their back, you will constantly be looking out for their safety, and you expect the group to do the same for each other. Report up is for sexual harassment or any type of abuse. If a builder comes forward to you with a report, assure them that you understand and take it seriously what they are saying. Let them know they did the right thing in telling you. Offer the person protection and promise that you will promptly take steps to stop the abuse. No one, absolutely no one, is ever to be alone or alone with someone else except when you are meeting with your co in your nightly discussions. And those meetings ideally take place in a location off to the side but still visible to others. As a hired trip leader for HXP, you will legally be held responsible for following all of these rules and regulations listed in this toolkit. The harsh reality is that if a builder is hurt under your watch because a rule was broken by you or not enforced as listed, it is you, not HXP, who would be held responsible in court. That includes any sexual advances made by you to any member of your group or local. HXP will and has taken legal action against trip leaders who have violated this rule. Helping our builder builders is the entire reason we exist and we will not allow anyone to hurt them. You, your co, and the parent builders should never be alone with the builders. Remember that HXP interaction behavior policies are put in place to keep your builders safe as well as to protect you as a trip leader. These include rule of three, never be alone with the builder one-on-one. -on -one. No frontal hugs, cuddling, hand-holding, massaging, no kissing. Never be naked in front of your builders. No inappropriate topics, jokes, games, music, pictures, or gestures. Example from a 2021 trip leader. One day early on during the trip, we were souvenir shopping and some builders found a man selling carnival balloons. They bought one that he had made into the shape of a sword and brought it back with them on the bus. A group of them were playing with it in the back of the bus, fake sword fighting, but soon it took a turn for the negative. They were referring to it as the penis balloon and one kid put it into his mouth making a crude joke. I heard it at the front of the bus and decided this was not a moment to be cool. I stood up immediately, turned around, and told them very sternly to stop. They could tell by my tone that I was serious. The male parent builder immediately stood up behind me and backed me up, telling the boys to knock it off and that it was severely inappropriate to joke around like that. In that moment, I know no one was looking at me thinking I was the cool trip leader, but I didn't care. We never had a problem with crude jokes, anything sexual or inappropriate behavior, nor did we have any romantic relationships form, as I have heard have happened on other trips. And I really think that that's because we took such a stern stance against that kind of behavior really early on in the trip. HXP's anti-harassment policy. The following is given to parent builders in the parent builder handbook. Over the last 25 years, HXP has had very few problems with sexual abuse or misconduct. However, because no organization is totally immune to this problem, we are very transparent about discussing it. HXP does the following to prevent potential sexual predator risks. Every trip leader has had an official criminal background check. In addition, they are vetted through a seven point background check, which includes two character references, a clearance from their bishop, a thorough investigation of their social media history, a survey about their habits filled out by their roommate, and another survey filled out by a separate person who knows the trip leader but was not suggested by the trip leader. Finally, every trip leader goes 
through four rounds of interviews and is required to have a current temple recommend. Parent builders are required to have an official background check and two letters from people who can provide character references that they are safe to be around minors. The rule of three is essential on every trip. There should never be a time when a builder would be alone with any adult or any other builder on the trip. All sleeping arrangements are made in rooms where there are at least three or more beds and no one shares a bed. Builders will room with their same genders. No one ever has private spaces in which potential predators could target victims. All vacant bedrooms within the lodging should remain locked at all times. All builders and adults on the trip are required to sign a participant agreement in which they agree to follow the strict code of conduct of HXP and will be sent home immediately if they violate those rules. Every builder is told in an email to them and their parents. In the very unlikely event that a trip leader or parent builder's behavior makes a builder feel uncomfortable, builders should pull aside one of the other adults on the trip, either the other trip leader, a trip leader assistant, or one of the parent builders. They will immediately put you in contact with the HXP leadership where the issue will be promptly addressed and resolved. We told our trip leaders, we hold our trip leaders to the highest standards always. We will take whatever action is required to make builders feel safe, including putting them in contact with their parents if they desire, and if necessary, removing a trip leader or parent builder from the trip. Trip leader anti-harassment agreement. Remember, you sign this as part of becoming a trip leader. Review this and make sure you understand what you are legally being held to in working with youth. Here's the policy. It is the policy of the Humanitarian Experience, Inc. to maintain a working environment that encourages mutual respect and promotes respectful and congenial relationships between employees and that is free from all forms of harassment by anyone, including supervisors, co-workers, vendors, contractors, or customers. Harassment, even when not unlawful or directed at a protected category, is expressly prohibited and will not be tolerated by Humanitarian Experience, Inc. Accordingly, Humanitarian Experience, Inc. management is committed to vigorously addressing complaints of harassment and sexual harassment at all levels within Humanitarian Experience, Inc. Reported or suspected occurrences of harassment will be promptly and thoroughly investigated following an investigation. Humanitarian Experience, Inc. will immediately take any necessary and appropriate disciplinary action. Humanitarian Experience, Inc. will not permit or condone any acts of retaliation against anyone who files harassment complaints or cooperates in the investigation of the same. Sexual harassment consists of sexual advances, requests for sexual favors, or other verbal or physical conduct of a sexual nature toward any youth. Phew! Summary. You made it. Okay, summary review. Rule of three. This rule saves you and your builders. It's a great way to prevent many of the scenarios outlined discussed in this chapter. Preparation. Know the handbook and other resources that are available to you. Be aware, rely on your parent builders, your co-leader, your local coordinator, your tribe, your builders individually, and last, rely on the Holy Ghost. Scenario-specific precautions to review. Remember airport safety, sightseeing safety, worksite safety, lodging safety. Sexual predator harassment safety. The rule of three covers builder to builder, trip leader, parent builder to builder, locals to builders, Remember the don't shut up, report up, I see you, and review the HXP anti-harassment policy. And take a deep breath because you made it. Woo!